Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Autastic, your comedian's guide to autism. I'm one of your hosts, and my name is Kirk Smith. Chatting here with my co-host and buddy, Graham K. What up, everybody? I said what up. I never say that. Um, hi. <laughs> it's another week of the uh, comedian's guys, guide to autism. Gra- Graham's becoming a rapper. <laughs> with your boy, Graham K, and your top dog, Kirk Kirky Smith. Um, pew, pew, hey, pew, special pew. K here with Graham Dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Yeah, we're both special K. <laughs> we did talk basketball for about thirty minutes, so uh, yeah, that was actually one of my nicknames. High school basketball team, Special K, which uh, didn't not have anything to do with special ed or anything. It was yeah, it was not anything to do with that. It was a serial reference. Yeah, and, just uh, a serial. Listen, it was a different a bland time. Serial reference. <laughs> It was a different time, a more innocent sugar. time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, my basketball K- nickname my KS was, and Special K. What were yours? My my basketball nickname. Well, I had this uh, Serbian coach, and I'm quite certain that he committed some sort of war crimes during the Balkan Wars. <laughs> And he immigrated to Canada. The law. And he just had this like hot, Perfect. hot temper. And he used to play and coach Vladi Divac. And he was like, Vladi Divac, he is unstoppable. Nobody can stop Vladi. <laughs> and it's like, well, he's all right. <laughs> anyway, if you don't know who that <laughs> is, he's like, just I saw like him play a, Shaq. It wasn't great. <laughs> a run of them. He's like, he was decent. <laughs> but anyway, um, I uh, he used to call me because I was always just like confused. I have ADD. OCD, and um, you know, and, and and he used to just call me Sleeping Beauty, Sleeping Beauty, because <laughs> I was just, just gonna. Be, he'd tell me to do a play, and I'd be like, "What?" <laughs> so I'm not a morning person. Every practice, basketball practice, is always so early. Ah, anyway. Oh, it's funny. Um. How Sleeping you doing, Beauty, Kurt? I like it. SB, great nickname for yeah. uh, for good old Grandma. Good. I'm uh, on the high seas again. If you can hear that, uh, I can that, hear that the music. The, the drums. What is that called? A steel drum. Yeah, steel drums. Some yeah. of the K. Isn't it Curious? Curious? I don't know. Curious is the name of an that. island, but and, it might, yeah. uh, no. What's the other one? It's like I don't know. Dang, it. Calyps- Calypso. 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 That's the type of music Cal- I believe. Calypso. Maybe it's, maybe it's a Calypso drum. I don't know. That's what I said. This is this kind of music. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm good. I'm I'm doing shows out here in the. The high seas, I, um, you know, the weekend review is tough. This one, as far as this is, I, I'm hesitant to talk about it, but I think it's important. But um, oh. I was, I'm teamed up What's with up? A, another comic who is um, uh, the, the way it works on. I don't want to say the, the cruise line, but, you, you know, you get teamed up with two different comics. There's at least two. And I had to follow a guy who. Said the R word several times, and oh. then one of his closers, or a couple of his closers, he the the joke is he pretends to be disabled. Oh my disabled god! Voice. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! And I and I was just couldn't believe it. I was just shocked, and I was like, I couldn't believe. Oh, I hate. I'm like, what lines. year is this? Yeah. I and mean, he's a young guy. Truly, he's a young guy. True, and I'm sure and I'm not he gonna won't, say the name because you know this guy. He won't get fired you know, and uh, or anything. And 
I got fired and for so, saying my brother has the... autism, and he won't get fired for saying the R word. Cruise lines are truly no. the the dumbest audience. Well, it de- you know how this works. It just depends who's listening, and the different lines are very different. And so there's you know there's, there's some more working class lines than others, and uh, and it was on a, what's called a back to back. So it's like he's on at eleven, I'm on eleven thirty. So I have to immediately follow his material, and I honestly was a little frustrated because I just don't yeah. want to be associated with that. I don't want them to be like, no, I get it. You're both making fun of disabled people. I'm like, no. Oh my I'm God. telling you stories about my life. He's making fun of disabled people. It's yeah. just like there's two different, completely different things. And how do you and, how um, do you get them to understand that? Did you like what do you do to differentiate yourself? Well, you know, I was so I was very um, I felt very lucky because I'd already done a show the night before and done every every show now. I'm doing a couple jokes. I just do a couple jokes at the end just to raise awareness. And so I felt like at least half of the people who saw me last night, at least half of the people had already seen me. So they already knew they already knew, you know, uh, they're already on board. And then um, and then um, I made I made a little a little comment about, um, you know, this is a I, I, I turned I waited till about 20 minutes in. I'm almost done. Twenty five minutes in. And then I get a little more serious and I don't usually do it like this, but I'm like, screw it. I'm going to. So I was like. Um, yeah, you know, I've, uh, uh, I have a severely disabled son. Uh, you know, I, I'm basically, I'm draining all the energy out of the room. I'm like I have a severely yeah. disabled son and, you know, autism. People epilepsy, stop laughing things for going on and, a while. It's yep, tough. People you stop to, laughing completely. Just to let the audience know yeah. the, and then to regroup, of the podcast. But I feel like you, I have, you to have to reset. Yeah, that's on. Let me just, so you, like, once you, you're, you're building where you're riding a wave and building momentum and pe- the uh, audiences need a push start to start laughing. They don't just yes. get a rolling laughter out of um, a dead stop. So once you stop a show to address something, you as a comedian are putting yourself in a hole. And then you have to almost exactly. open the show again and start a kickstart, exactly. you know? So it, you're, it's hard what you're doing. Anyway, go on. Sorry. No, no, thanks for doing that. Because sometimes I gloss over the stand. Yeah. yeah, I'm talking to you like, and you know what I'm talking about, but the audience yeah. doesn't know as much about stand-up, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, and uh, I, I pulled it off. I went back, I did three more jokes, I did a closer. And then, this isn't a brag, this is just, as a, another comic, you know how this works. If you sell a lot of merch, that means they connected with you. It's not yes. really, it's about the money, but it's also about... Okay, so if you if you sold zero merch, there's a chance you didn't do well. I know it sounds a little easy, but if you don't do well, nobody's buying anything from you. Nobody wants to touch you. They don't want to talk to you. They don't want to connect with you. Yep. They're just like, you yep. don't want that rub off on me. But I sold 10 books, which 10 is a lot for one show in the middle of the night on yeah. a cruise ship. So then I, then I felt vindicated or validated that, okay, I did manage to get through, to mm-hmm. cut through the noise, to, 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 to offset... What I would consider, and a guy's a nice guy, but I don't know how he doesn't see that that's incredibly offensive. And I don't feel like I'm in a position to, and funnily enough, about, he doesn't probably remember, even remember this, but about 10 years ago, we were at the Laugh Factor together in LA, and he was very disparaging to me about cruise ships. And now he's out here. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yes. Which is hilarious. But uh, I don't I feel like it's my wait. place to tell him, hey, what you're doing is offensive, but yeah. Well, I do think it is your place, Kirk. I think there is no person with a better standing to say that than you. There is truly, even if he goes to his friends and says, like, this guy, can you believe? Uh, 
uh, he's going to sound like a jerk. It's like, yeah, this guy with this severely da- disabled son said it was, I shouldn't, you know, it's offensive. Um, it's it's like... Yeah, it's... Uh, well, he hid from me the last two shows. He's like, he, he's like, hissy later, and he takes off. And so I think he knows... Uh, <laughs> he's a hack. I, think he I knows can't wait for coming. you to tell me who it is off air when we do after this. Oh, we'll you know who this is, too. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> Uh, um, I wasn't gonna bring it up, but I do feel like it's it's really funny how like it really accentuates why I do talk about it and why I know you've got a new hour coming up about autism and why yeah. it is important to to do these things because there's still people doing crazy stuff where they're like you're faking to be disabled to like and it's not even like a one off you're doing a chunk of material on this what yeah. how, what you don't huh you don't but, see how this is and then based on the fact that all these people come up to me afterwards and go. I teach special ed. I have a son. I've got a Down syndrome kid. I've got, uh-huh. you know, in a theater yeah. of 600 people, there's people that are that are connected to this. This isn't like a, I don't know. This isn't like a victimless crime. You're making, you're diminishing somebody who might even be in the room. And then their families mm-hmm. are definitely in the room. So it's like, it's very interesting. Um. Yeah, it's uh, it's important to do what you're doing. It's and it's it's. I I also think that you should have him open for you every show, and you'll be a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a plant. He's like a like an old timey like street cup game where they have like a, a what do they call it like a a plant in there. He's like oh, my. and then he like discovers the ball under the thing, and then everyone goes, it's easy. And then uh, yeah, we're a team yeah. thing. We're a team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had yeah. the first guy come out and make fun of disabled people like a <laughs> lunatic. <laughs> Unbelievable. It is an interesting thing. Comedy is always sort of um, a barometer of where society's at because the audience won't laugh unless they connect with it. So, um, yeah. I'd, sometimes people laugh, and then you come on and show them that they're they're pigs for laughing, and that's important to show them. Well, that I wrong. think it was an interesting thing because I think it did like. Now this sounds bad, and and well, I'm not saying the guy's name, so it doesn't matter. But it does draw a really strong strong cr- contrast, and it's like, oh wow, this is like there's levels of this stuff, you know? There's levels of the yeah, because then it makes him look like you're you're just you're clearly making fun of disabled people, and this other yeah. guy is going through it and has an authentic experience he's talking about. Yeah. Like, Once you hear, uh, what I love about stand up is, and we'll get off stand up shortly, but I do think this is pertinent. Um, to our podcast about autism. I, um, but once you hear someone just, as a, like a comedian, just do what we call in the business like hacky stuff, and then someone goes up and does, and people laugh because they're paying money, and they're like, why not? It's comedy. And then somebody goes up and is authentic, and they're like, oh, this is real. It's like eating yeah, there's, a cheap like, hamburger oh, there's and then thing. a gourmet hamburger. And you're like, oh, this is... That's an excellent example. Yeah, that's an excellent example. You eat a hamburger at a terrible place, you're like yeah, it was good, yeah. and then you immediately yeah. go to a steakhouse, and you're like, oh, yeah. this is different. <laughs> this is yeah. This is there's <laughs> levels to this. Yeah. Yeah. You're, but I didn't call you steak. You realize uh, you are a, just still a hamburger. I'm not talking about but, me. I thought we were talking in generalities. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Always you. No, but uh, <laughs> 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 you're still in the hamburger world. Oh man. Um, All right. Fair enough. Am I at least yes. Shake Shack? Who am I in this analogy? Okay. Uh, uh, the most expensive Wendy's, maybe. Um, 
The most expensive Wendy's with Calypso music in the background. I'll take it. <laughs> no, you're you're a Shake Shack. Um, oh, that's so funny. I think they turned up the music louder. That's even funnier. It sounds nice. <laughs> How was your week, buddy? Ah, uh, pretty good. <laughs> I'm in my own apartment, uh, which is nice. <laughs> I can control what noise is happening around me. Um, there's not a Calypso band <laughs> in my living room right now. Uh, I don't know if the audience, if 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 your mic's going to pick it up, but my quietest. But my earbuds pick it up, so yeah, I don't know if we're just talking about this it. This is and, the and quietest part of the it. ship, too. Yeah. Sorry, uh, I cut you off. It's a bit of a delay. Sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Anyway, um, so how's JJ doing? Same old. He's good. He's uh, we you know I, I travel out there next week uh, in, in uh, six days, and so um, I'm trying to, you know, organize some some fun activities. Um, uh, I'm trying to mentally. Uh, I was talking to a customer, uh, a patron, customer, a audience member last night about. Oh, how often you see him? Like, oh, I try to go you know, every four times a year. I go out there. Mm-hmm. I'm going next week actually, and then we were talking about trying to keep the biz the day busy so that he's happy, so there's something to do, so he's not grumpy, so that uh, yeah. And so just you know, lining up little things. We, you know, we've got a little routine now. We're going to go to the. Um, the water park so he can go buy ice cream immediately before we go in and try to buy ice cream halfway through and buy ice cream at the end. And then uh, our Ikea trips, big boy mm-hmm. hamburgers, the Very lake. exciting. Yeah. Cars running still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, should be good, you know. How about you? How's Peter doing? Peter's good. Um, I, I, he's noticeably happy every time he calls. It's crazy to see i know i've said this before on the podcast but it's, it's job, crazy, huh? crazy to see how much better his life is now that he has a job and it's it awesome. just sort of signifies how important for mental health it is to find people with autism a purpose and a job as a human being we need stuff to do um uh, just socially i just think it's it's so important if i ever became very wealthy i would start a charity that found people with autism work i just it's just good it's just good for everybody i i i I cannot express how happy he is compared to where he was before um he doesn't call he (laughs) i have to call him now (laughs) Um, he's like you now he's like you with your parents i know if i miss him (laughs) if i miss a call i i it's like he doesn't call back he's like you miss me bro it's like wow um i like it yeah it's quite something anyway he's the hot girl in the relationship now he calls you when he wants doesn't answer questions doesn't need me (laughs) i need him i need him i miss my boy um, but anyway, I guess he's so busy that he's canceling um, live, work, play activities. So they have, you know, they have their Friday activity, and then the, you know, the, it's important to go out and do stuff. And he's uh, busy with his shifts, or he's busy with what? He's not busy with the shifts. The shifts end at like noon, and he only works four days a okay. week or three days a week. He only works three days a week, folks. I think he works like. Nine hours okay. a week. It's completely changed his life. Um, it doesn't work Mondays That's or Fridays. Funny. But they have these, um, these uh, his live, live, work, play, which is the organization he's a part of. 
that helped get him the job in the first place. But they also have social events, and he brushes them off a lot. And I just got this email from Peter to my parents and I, and the subject is, Hello to the three of yourselves. And I'll, I'll read this short email, and then I'll translate it for you after and tell you what it means. I know what it means. I know what happened without, without even doing any further research. So, uh, hello to the three of yourselves. Hello to mom, dad, and Graham. Well, even if you didn't want to cancel going right along out with live, work, play at all. Well, maybe if I was very unable to attend some of these very certain great whole outdoor live, work, play weeknight activities with some of our very nice whole live, work, play members, even for one of those very certain reasons why. Luckily, I never allowed myself to cancel, unless if Grace from Liver Play definitely got totally updated in advance. So luckily, problem solved. So don't blame me. In case if I probably didn't become very well able to attend some of themselves for once in a while. Love, Peter. Now, what does that, all of that mean? What that means is... I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, Peter canceled one of these events that he was supposed to go to. One of these social, I guess it was outdoor, liver play events. And my parents were like, "Okay, don't cancel these events. You need more social activity. You only work three days a week. You still need to see other human beings more than three days a week. Um, do the events. And right. they're fun, and it's good for you to socialize. And maybe you'll meet a girl. I don't know. And then Peter uh, wrote this email telling all of us that uh, don't worry about it. It's fine to cancel sometimes, and I give Grace plenty of notice when I do, so it's totally fine. It's He's trying to redirect the problem and be like, don't worry. I gave notice, so it doesn't matter that I canceled. It. Yeah, it doesn't matter that I canceled. They're not missing me because I gave... He's he's misdirecting the problem. He's trying to, you know, he's kind of political about it. It's like, that's not the issue. The issue is that they canceled, not that, not that you didn't clever, give notice. Very clever. And so he goes, don't even blame me. He goes, luckily, problem solved. Everything's fine. <laughs> Love, Peter. Don't look over here. Look over there. Look over there. So I didn't even respond. I just saw that. I just read the first two sentences, and I was just like, yeah, all right. My mom yelled at him for canceling. And you know exactly where this. he's going with that. Yep. Yep. But I think it's a you know it's something he would not have done normally. I mean, he definitely did a couple times, but he usually would look forward to those things. Before the job, but you know, maybe he's he 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 runs hot all day. He's like, you know, when you look at your car and you're driving and the revs are up and it's like, like it's redlining. That's what his brain's doing all day. He's revving it up. up. So I think even three days a week at this job, he's maybe just a little tired, but still, he's got to do it. He'll get used to it too. You know, it might be Mm -hmm. an adjustment period. Mm hmm. Well, Kirk, um, should I mean, we do in the news? Or we're talking about, say? yeah, two, I was just going to segue into the news, and we're talking Ooh. about something that he at least can do or he can send an email. But my mm-hmm. son is on the more profound side of autism, what they he call is. it. I call it more severe, but in this article mm-hmm. they call it profound. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought it was an interesting opinion piece that Grandma found in the old Spectrum News. Grandma, you want to take it away? The old Spectrum News. This is, again, an opinion piece. Um that's by Allison Singer. And 
And the title is, It's Time to Embrace Profound Autism. Uh, earlier this month, I attended the Autism Europe International Congress in Krakow, Poland, where the theme was Happy Journey Through Life. Although this sounds like an admirable goal, I would not choose the word happy to describe my daughter Jordy's life with profound autism, nor would many other families who struggle with the day-to-day challenges of life on the profound end of the autism spectrum, a reality that is largely invisible to mainstream society. Jody is minimally verbal and suffers from painful self-injury injurious behaviors, intellectual disability, aggression, anxiety, sleeplessness, and seizures. Sound familiar, Kirk? Um, Very familiar. Speaking of which, my son did this thing to his ear this week where he sometimes will get fixated on something. and will be like maybe a little pimple or something, and he'll pick it. Till uh-huh. it's literally a hole the size of an eraser, and now we got a real problem. Like you know, there's a oh. real scab, and then he'll pick that, and it's like it just goes on and on. And Self-injurious. Oh That's gosh. what made me think of that. But go ahead, continue. Oh man, I'm sorry. Um, yeah. What are they doing? Uh, eraser it. on a pencil. I mean, not a. You got to keep talking about it. You can't put a bandit on it because he won't. You know, he, he'll rip it off. You got to keep it clean. Try to get him to stop touching it. And then, like, when I called him yesterday, he'll, he'll open with, oh, are you okay? And, like, show me his ear. I'm like, yeah, but you're doing that. Stop doing that. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, he says, are you, for new listeners, he'll say, are you okay when he's hurt? But, uh, yeah, continue. Yeah. I want to hear this article. It sounds good. Her frequent aggress- aggressive outbursts make it hard to involve her in community activities. Although she is often content and enjoys mm-hmm. working on a farm, no one who witnesses her pulling her own hair or headbutting the wall would call her happy during those episodes and my family and i are not happy that she will require 24-hour care and supervision for the rest of her life my experience at the autism europe international congress and my experience as a parent of a child with profound autism make me more convinced that more convinced than ever that we need to bifurcate the diagnosis of autism spectrum disorder and add new diagnosis of profound autism to better serve this vulnerable and underserved population, which is consistently overshadowed by the higher functioning members of the autism community. I will 100% this sounds like me. That. Yeah. Yeah, I've um, said this many times in this podcast. Yes, you have. Um, um, the first mention of profound autism in the scientific literature came in 2021 in the Lancet Commission on the Future of Care and Clinical Research in Autism Report. The commission was co-chaired by Catherine Lord, George Tarjan, Distinguished Professor of Psychiatry at the Semmel Institute of Neuroscience and Human Behavior at the University of California, Los Angeles. Sounds like um, he's got good credentials. I also served as one (laughs) of more than 30 commissioners. The report stated that the term profound autism is critical to distinguish people who have high dependency needs from more verbally and intellectually able uh, population of people with autism. In reviewing the several data sets of people with autism, the Lancet Commission estimated that close to 50% of the autism population falls into the category of profound autism. This means that for every autistic person trying to get a job at Microsoft, there's also one who cannot grasp the abstract contract, con- <laughs> um, concept of what Microsoft even is or does. 
Families like mine who, pray, who face profound autism have advocated for this distinction for quite some time. We strongly believe that the breadth of the autism spectrum has become unwieldy, and the phrase autism spectrum disorder has become such a big tent term that the people under that tent ha um, often have little in common with one another. Autism can mean genius or an IQ below 30. Autism can mean highly verbal or nonverbal. It can mean graduating from Harvard Law School or exiting uh, high school with a certificate of attendance. If we're going to be able to personalize our approach of to care, as the Lancet Commission report suggested, we need terminology and language that are specific and meaningful rather than terminology that lumps everyone together. Um, the neurodiversity community's success at drawing attention to its issues a uh, little pat on the back of ourselves in this podcast, which we started almost six years ago, um, drawing attention to these issues has led many without deep experience with autism to conclude that those issues are representative of everyone. Um, to the broader public, the word autism now only describes the more verbal, traditionally skilled, visible end of the spectrum. Because people who meet those criteria are able to have a voice, attend conferences, represent themselves at policymaking meetings, and appear in the media, the result is that autistic people with severe intellectual disabilities and most challenging behaviors have become invisible and been left behind. The blind spot was painfully illustrated to me in the Autism Europe International Congress, where the vast majority of delegates represented the higher functioning end of the spectrum, and yet claimed to speak for everyone with autism. Many delegates became visibly angry over some of the terms uh, presenters used in their talks to describe autism traits, such as patient, uh, disability, and even intervention. Many took to social media to bash those, these scientists. Um, others worked, uh, others walked out of the room. Wow. But these words are necessary and correct. My daughter consumes medical services that make her a patient. She has a disability. If she didn't, she wouldn't qualify for services. The same is true for so many other families who suffer, yes, suffer, from profound autism. There were several instances at the conference in which the presenters gave evidence in this growing dichotomy. The most vivid was the keynote address by Brian Boyd, Williams, um, William C. Friday, Distinguished Professor of Education at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, titled um, Reconceptualizing Repetitive Behavior in Autism. Boyd presented two videos to represent different types of repetitive behaviors. The first showed an autistic adult who had parlayed his special interest into a job and who spoke eloquently about the challenges of socializing and how he values his alone time. The second video was preceded by a trigger warning, greeted with oohs and gasps from the audience, who immediately criticized on Twitter as it showed profoundly autistic child engaging in self-injurious behavior. The video reflected a normal mm. day for many families with profound autistic child, but yeah. who, ca who can't, as Boyd suggested, um, uh, the attendees might do, cover their eyes and ears to hide from what's happening around them. In those 
who purport to represent and speak for the full autism spectrum can't even observe for a few seconds the daily behaviors, many with profound autism experiences. How can they advocate for their needs? Boyd rightly pointed out that these two people need vastly different types of intervention, interventions as they face vastly different situations. What he described were, in fact, two extremely different types of autism. Um, this is a long, well, actually, you know what? Um, I'm going to finish it. I'm going to do it. Um, similarly, her keynote address, Lord showed data on the outcomes of people with autism based on a 30 year. Who is this Lord? Kathleen, Catherine Lord, who's been on our podcast many times. All right, continue. Is it? I, I just glossed over that. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. She was well, on her twice. I mean, I didn't. I mean, I'm reading, but yeah, I know. I remember her being on. Anyway, um, yeah. uh, similarly, in her keynote address, Lord showed that data on the outcomes of people with autism based on a 30 year uh, longitudinal study, the outcomes of those with low IQ scores who likely would qualify for the profound autism diagnosis were drastically different and far worse um, than the outcomes of those who are high functioning. And when asked how people in this study felt about their future, verbal young adults cited mood, anxiety, and depression as core factors of their happiness, whereas the parents of less verbal young adults described difficulties with aggression as key determinants. In short, if we are going to meet the needs of people with different types of autism, we need very different types of interventions based on their functional level. One of the themes of the Autism Europe International Congress was called for greater participatory research. At the meeting, th this meant research being done by and with input from high-functioning adults with autism, but not from parents. Much of the research and delegates called for focused on mental health and well-being. But when it comes to the type of research needed, there are dramatic differences in priorities between verbal autistic adults and parents who profa uh, of profoundly autistic people, as Lord articulated. According to the several delegates and posts on Twitter, uh, any intervention research, behavioral and pharmacological, is ableist, uh, neuronormative, and pathological. Yet this is exactly the type of research families on the, with those profound autism want need and deserve. On the other hand, if the profound autism community studies uh, determines of autistic flourishing are viewed as uh, luxuries as families struggle to meet their children's basic needs and keep them physically safe. Another theme at the conference was the need to use neutral, non-threatening language. Uh, several presenters actually amended their slides in the last minute to remove any trace language that might get them called out by neurodiversity advocates on social media. So, uh, soon, they may be afraid to, to present scientific findings at all for their fear of being canceled. There is nothing beneficial or even neutral about cleansing the words needed to describe the scientific and practical realities of autism. Such so-called neutral language robs the community of the ability to even describe the day-to-day -day lives of people with profound autism. Although it is regrettable uh, that some people are triggered by reasonable terminology, no one should have the power to censor language to exclude the, exclude the observable realities of aut aut autism. Um, 
Scientists and advocates need a full sem semantic toolbox to describe what is happening in the real world. Pretending people with profound autism don't exist by eliminating the language to describe their symptoms is itself ableist. Unlike the entities in um, Boyd's presentation, we cannot cover our eyes, attendees, sorry, in Boyd's presentation, we cannot cover our eyes and ears to the reality of profound autism. After speaking to many of the Congress delegates and presenters, it seems clear to me that broad autism community, as currently defined, will never agree on priorities, needs, or language. It is time to admit that lumping everyone together along one spectrum has created rancor and ill will. I love rancor. i got to use that more. There are real-world implications for people with profound autism when high-functioning advocates seek to defund and deprioritize medical research, block access to treatment and clinical care, censor necessary and accurate scientific language, and advocate for policies that cause real harm for those who will not and cannot ever live independently. Only by returning at the least two separate diagnoses can we begin to meet the highly diverse needs of both groups. Um, I want to say two things about this. I, for the most part, I, I completely agree with the thesis of this article. Um, I do think she makes a couple leaps here where she's saying uh, that this sort of, w like, uh, uh, for lack of a better word, over wokeism and like um, canceling. Like, I, I don't, I've never heard of anyone, of a scientist being canceled to the point where they're stopping research on profound autism. She's sort of making a bit of a leap there well, that it could happen or it has happened. I, I don't. Uh well, but like Jill, you know, our Rover reporter Jill Escher, who's uh, who do, who funds a lot of this, uh, not a lot, but she she helps fund some of this research. Has talked about, you know, people coming after her on Twitter for just describing. I think the part that really that's bugs Twitter. me is when that's when Twitter, people, and those those people are are are. Um, and that's how they're trying to cancel people. Twitter. Sure, but no one's on Twitter, and and I I don't think that they're stopping research. I I think that they these people who are doing that sort of thing I need to know, and I do think that it needs to be bifurcated, and it's a it's a completely different thing. I mean, like, I obviously is. I remember back in the early '90s, you know, they diagnosed the hospital diagnosed my brother with autism, and they they sent us home with a VHS tape. Of uh, the guy from Mash who's got an autistic son, and and you know, and it was like showing all these people with severe autism and and higher functioning people. My dad, my dad just watched it and he said, "This isn't my son." It doesn't make me feel any know, sense of like, community. I feel, like, or... I feel like you're making her point. Where uh, for people like your, your your not your son, your your brother, there needs to be a different tape different VCR i know i'm, I'm agreeing with her like point i am making her point i'm trying to okay. make her point yeah i i said i agree with her I for example here's what happened to my dad but what the thing is is like right i don't i i i just think that a couple scared hurt parents on twitter isn't we're just blowing stuff out of proportion in terms of like i well it's not it a sucks couple that of, these it's, not, it's more than a couple because i get i mean i i know i've gotten more than a couple messages myself 
yeah. Yeah. So it's not a couple parents. It's yeah. It's people that see it from their point of view that are like, uh, you know, you should let people with autism speak for people with autism. Yeah, that works good if the people can speak. If they can't even speak, who's to raise the voice for them, right? I mean, mm-hmm. to me, that's the most obvious rebuttal of that is, so who speaks for JJ? Because JJ is nonverbal. Well, he should be able to have an agency for himself. He's mm-hmm. unable to have agency. He's that's the whole problem. And Peter, so who advocates for the the people that don't have a voice? Your your brother Pe- is like right in the middle. Peter can't. He's not Peter can a speak. job at Microsoft. Peter can't. Right. Peter can speak, and but he, he can, can't he can, speak he can for himself. Email. He doesn't have right. the abstract idea of what that means. He can't count. Right. He dude, he can't count. Right. So and like respectfully, that email that he wrote, it's great that he can write an email. But to the average person, I wasn't clear on what he was getting at. It makes no sense. So it's he's like right, he's right yeah. in between. You know, yeah. he can write for himself, but it's not clear. I you don't want, know what he's yeah. talking about. He's going to advocate for himself. Yeah, his immediate family knows. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. I agree. I, I mean, just I, think I, to I, me I it's agree. Like a, 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 a long overdue issue that it's yeah. like this whole like. Uh, it's not a disability. It's just neurodiversity. No, it's not. Uh, there's there's a good chunk over half, like she said, for every person that gets a job at Microsoft, there's another person who doesn't even understand what Microsoft is. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, the fact that you, you try to, like, shame somehow people into, like, you know, you're being intolerant or, or how dare the you f- call it a disability or how dare you, you know. That, the fact that part that- I, don't, I don't love. Yeah. Go yeah. Ahead. A hundred percent. I don't love it either. And you shouldn't. And I understand why parents like you are upset <laughs> and you deserve um, to be upset. And I'm upset for you. When, she, people, when, uh, when they when they talk about like, oh, well, it's just like, oh, he needs a you take somebody who, uh, you know, I got a, a, a young lady came up to me after the show, beautiful, you, you know, lovely young girl, probably 25. Oh, I, you know, I have autism. I just graduated from this school. I want to do I want to be a doctor. I wanna, that's lovely. That is not my son. He's not he's not just graduated from college, going to be a doctor. And so I'm not belittling the set of obstacles in front of her. But what yeah. she faces and what my son faces are completely different. And, and the kind and, of services she's going to need at 35 as yeah. a doctor and the kind of services my son's <laughs> going to need as somebody who still soils himself are yes. completely different. Yes. So And also my well, brother. Yeah, sometimes what, he makes it to the toilet. Sometimes yeah. he doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. And also my brother. She is more independent than my brother. My I, brother I will need um, governmental and family help intervention his entire life. He will yeah. die if he's left to his own devices, period. So, yeah, it, and, you, know, you, you joke about, oh, you need to work because you don't want to be homeless. When we were talking about trying to motivate him. But the reality is without infrastructure, without parents or, yeah. or government, he would be homeless. He's not capable you know nine nine hours a week you're not holding down an apartment no no you know, that's it's not just, money to live it's a bold-faced <laughs> lie that i did um <laughs> in love it's a it's a loving lie you're yeah. trying to motivate him yeah um um but but uh i i just think uh, i'm i'm a whole i'm 100 on board with this lady i feel like it's about time and i'm tired of like people yeah. with high functioning people with autism trying to bully parents and family members of severely disabled people oh you're you're you're, you know you you don't speak from they can speak for themselves what are you talking about yeah clearly they can't speak for themselves maybe learn what autism is doing this yeah i know you have autism but maybe learn what autism is i know your son has autism but learn what it means it's a spectrum 
I, the fact that when she it's described like really those people spectrum, walking really out wide. of the of of the like just getting up and walking out, I am I'm yeah. like, like I'm to like protest. I'm, like, I'm what are you furious. Talking about? I'm absolutely furious. Yeah, <laughs> like right now. And you don't want to you don't want to look you don't want to look at a you cover your face you don't want to yeah. look at somebody doing self interest thing well co- what are you an ostrich the fact that you cover your face doesn't mean it's not happening yeah I mean cover your face if you want but acknowledge that it's real yeah like you know just hiding doesn't make it go away what yeah. a great solution Idi Amin comes to kill you like oh I'm hiding my face I can't see it yeah that's not gonna <laughs> fix anything. I shouldn't have called them so, scumbags. I don't know. I, they're they're going through. They've had a harder life than me, and I'm deeply, I'm being an idiot, deeply but. troubled, confused people. Yeah. Well, they're just there's confused, scared and sad, and trying to protect their kids, and people go crazy. Yeah, they're confused. I um, think you know what's the expression like? I love people. I hate. What is it? I, I love every person. I hate people because, like, yeah, you get one person, you explain your condition. I explain my son's condition. Oh, they totally get it. And then you get a group of people that attack you on whatever for like, oh, he's belittling. Aut- what are you talking about? I'm not belittling anything. It's like. No. Yeah. So. Oh, well, I guess the world's not perfect. This uh, is a long sub- one. Sorry. Sub- I got, subscribe I got to our my Patreon. high horse here at the end. I should have I should have read half the article, <laughs> but I, w- I was in a zone. I felt like I did a good job that time. Only a couple mess ups. Did a very good uh, job, and honestly, it was one of the more interesting ones, at least for me. I really, yeah, I, th- I feel I, like I, when it's I saw that, that we've kind of touched on, but we really needed to dive deep, and I really thought it was a good article. So yeah, good. I'm glad you liked it. I I, I saw it and I thought of you. Um, I said, Kirky's gonna like this yeah, guy. You did a good job, Graham. Um, Patreon.com/slash/autastic. Uh, give us a give us a buck. Um, and also I have a comedy show coming up in Ottawa on the 22nd. If you want to come see me, um, um, hit me up. Uh, I'm going to post, uh, once the website's up, it's not up yet, but on the 22nd of December, 2022 in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, uh, I'm going to put it on my website, grahamk.com. And also, already on my website, you can buy tickets for my show in Toronto on the 29th of December. I'm going to be doing, uh, and both of these shows are going to be, I'm going to do basically all my autism material. I don't know if if it's going to be a full 45 minutes, but it'll be at least half an hour. Um, And then the rest I'll just fill in with, um, you know, jokes about me failing at dating. But, uh, um Anyway, <laughs> he's got hours of that hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kirk's maybe Kirk's Kirk sort of self di or you know diagnosed me as having autism. So so maybe it is autism material. I mean that's why I'm single. <laughs> well, um, that's the that's the that's the long that's the long reveal in this podcast. Brand, <laughs> you might have autism. <laughs> Anywho, twenty uh, second and twenty ninth. Also, if you live in the Dallas, Fort Worth area. I am going to be performing at the Dallas Comedy Club on December n- uh, 9th and 10th. So that's coming up real soon. December 9th and 10th, Dallas. Come check me out. Dallas Comedy Club. Again, once again, those tickets are available at is that, Graham is that K. Is that TK Madison's new spot? I don't know. GrahamK.com. Uh, so check me out. Turkey? I, uh, I'm going to tell you the same thing I tell you every week, guys. You would do me a big favor, a big solid, if you would click that little subscribe button on YouTube. I'm putting yeah, me too. shorts and, uh, oh, and uh, also... Do for both of us. 
also on uh, Facebook too. That'd do me a big favor if you could uh, click that follow on Facebook. That's it, guys. Have a great week. You can do it. <laughs>